What is going on, everybody? Uh, Mark Conway with Midwest Horror Network uh, bringing you the Nightmares Podcast after a very long hiatus from Nightmares Podcast because we were busy doing the October 2020 special for Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. Uh, we were very happy to give you that. Um, and I hope you all had a fantastic Halloween. Um, and we are back to uh, our regular podcast. The regular old shindig. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> I, I got the usual suspects. Zach. Brandon. Of course. Uh, and today we're going to do something a little different. Uh, I know a lot of times we talk about movies and you know music, other things, and pop culture and uh, horror. So, But I, I came up with another idea that uh, we're going to get a chance to talk about maybe urban legends, ghost stories, things we grew up with, um, things we heard you know, throughout our entire lives. Maybe, you know, local legends or, you know, local stories or whatever the case may be is. Um, I thought it would be a nice little cool uh, change pace. The, um, uh, something a little different away from what we normally do. So, Big B-Man, um, uh, the, uh, since I was hosting, I get to pick who goes first. So, you had a pretty cool story, so um, figured I'd... Uh, well, before I go first, are you sure you want me to go first? Because it's not really a ghost story, it's something different. So, right. I don't know if you want to go first, so that's, you know, a little close... That's a little closer to what you actually want to talk about, or I can still go first if you want me to. Yeah, go. I, I just want you to know that it's a little different. That's fine. Kind I like, of a little very different. They have kind of a little bit. Well, now I kind of a little very different. No, yes. well now now I need to know. I mean, this uh, hold on. These hold. were the words he chose. The uh, and just to specify, I'm ta- I'm leaving it open to urban legends and stories that are that are. You know, I realize that that, that kind of type of thing. So. Oh my! So I, you know, well now I have to hear it. So All go right. ahead. So I'll, I'll go first then. So I don't really have any stories that I grew up with, at least none that I remember. Um, but what I do remember is when I was a teenager, like maybe thirteen or fourteen, probably thirteen. Um, my mother booked a ghost tour for us. All right. And it was around one of, like, the neighboring cities. And so we went there. And the guy basically split us all up into two groups. So it was, like, one group went with another guy. And then me and my family went with this guy. And so he sort of brought us to these couple buildings around town and told us some ghost stories about them. I don't remember what they were. But I do remember there was one where he brought us out to like this, it was a park, I think. It was like a field or a park, but we were by this tree and he was like, yeah, and people say that if they hold their arm out like this, they'll get a tingling feeling. And I'm just like, if you hold your arm out like that long enough anywhere, you're going to get a tingling feeling. True. And it was after that, um, my family decided, you know, let's just bounce. (laughs) So we left the tour group. The uh, um, not the end of my story. All right, uh, but wait, there's more. Oh there, yes, there is. There's more. Um, so this ghost tour guy, uh, it turns out he actually took my mother's credit card information and stole her identity. <laughs> well, shit. Well, that's a horror story in and of itself. Yeah, and this is like in the somewhat early days of the internet. Like, this would have been, like, 2003-ish, give or take, a year or so. 
Um, so the internet was around, people were using it, but it is nowhere near what it is today. Mm. Um, so yeah, what happened was uh, he bought a whole bunch of stuff with her credit card. And then there is also, at the time, my mother actually had a PayPal account. And so I think, I don't know how long PayPal has been around, but I'm sure this was, and it's like earlier the days, earliest of course. Of early. Yeah. So what happened was he bought something with her credit card information with PayPal, but he didn't realize that she already had a PayPal account. Mm. So the order confirmation got kicked back to her email. And so when he realized that, he sends my mom like an email or something. It was like, why did you send me all this money? <laughs> <laughs> and my mom's just like, um, no. And yeah, uh, she actually called the police on him. Um, because like, I, I don't remember like how much the guy racked up, but, um, and I don't think there was really much the police could do, even though we knew, who it was and everything. And even like one of the, um, her computer guy at the time, uh, when he was looking over her computer over something, I think maybe unrelated or something, he found that the ghost tour guys website, uh, put a Trojan on her computer, which is how we got all the information. So this is like early computer virus, early PayPal, like early identity theft, all that stuff. Um, what a scumbag! Yeah, I do believe my mom got all, got all the money back. Mm, okay. Thankfully, I think, and like I said, years ago, much younger than I am now. So, I'm sure there are other smaller details that I'm unaware of. But yeah, the guy was a slime ball, <laughs> and it's like I wish I could remember the name of the tour because like I, I wonder now that i'm saying this story because i haven't thought about this in years I'm, I'm wondering if his website is still up probably oh, not probably not he's probably long dead i hope uh, um, damn <laughs> maybe there's a ghost tour for his ghost tour yeah the uh, yo dog but yeah it's, um my, i remember my brother did not go on the tour it was me and my two parents and so when my mom showed my brother a picture of the guy on the website, my brother's like, he looks like the kind of guy that would do this. That's great. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. The, um... Um, so yeah, that is my family's ghost tour story. The, you know what's funny? I, I figure with you growing up in a smaller town, you would have had like more like... Urban legends, urban ghost legend, stories. like Urban legend stories. Yeah, like that's like... Stories. It's like perfect. Small, yeah, it's like the perfect area for it. Yes, nope. small town Americano. Yeah, nope. I, I grew up in the city. We didn't have shit. <laughs> I mean, we had you know plenty of plenty of stuff. The, I mean, uh, like, I mean, there's the freaking crocodiles in Humble Park, which didn't become real until recently, like two years ago. Well, dude, there's well. So the interesting thing dude, about that is is the Chicago aqueducts, which like I, I I've I can actually probably look it up on the internet to find out how true it is, but it's kind of fun of it being the urban legend that it is that the under chicago they have giant aqueducts that go on for miles underneath the city and there's god knows what the fuck is down there the um there's all kinds of urban legends about what the hell's down there you know a whole race of mole people you know, the, fuck mole people. the mole people the um very much like vegas except vegas is actually real like the the the, the, the whole there's a whole society underneath vegas 
That's what? like a bunch of homeless people, and they literally live in the dark all the time. There's a documentary on Vice way back in the day. The um, it's on YouTube, highly recommend it. But yeah, there were literally like fucking homeless people or mole people that live under under the city, and like you mean a, the chuds? Silence for you, sir. The uh, <laughs> no, I was thinking it. I just didn't want to give him the satisfaction. The um, uh, but but yeah, there's actually legitimate like a whole race of homeless people underneath the city of Las Vegas, and a lot of people talk about like all the aqueducts below Chicago. There's a lot of like there's a lot of infrastructure from Chicago that's that they say is underground that was built before the Chicago fire. So Chicago Fire wiped out a lot of shit. So it's a lot of, again, all urban legends. I have no idea if any of this is based in reality. But there's a lot of legends about shit that was left over from pre-Chicago Fire era that, you know, the people That's can't That's a lot find. of primitive shit right there, though. So oh, 100%. Like, most of that, I would imagine, would probably be caved in at this point. I, well, I mean, it may, maybe not. In the, um, uh, you know, in I mean, you got to think with all the modern tech we have, with shit rumbling around while you're just building stuff, especially if it's in like the downtown or loop area, it's got to be either flooded due to the lake or caved in just because. Well, the urban legend goes, you know, obviously the crocodiles in the in the sewer. That's a big thing. But yeah. like the one the one urban legend is about the guy starting to walk into the aqueducts and then never seen again. They assume he died in there. They, um, and then and then that's where some of those legends about you know a whole group of people down there. Where would there. you even enter that I, area? They said it's somewhere like you know towards like Navy Pier and shit like that whole area, but that's probably underwater now. The um, uh, you know, but that's where a lot of that urban legend shit came from. The uh, that there was uh, you know that there's that underwater you know under uh, underground city that has the aqueducts yeah. underneath there. So, I mean, I know we have a few like haunted spots, and there's that oh. one graveyard and stuff. What is it? Is Bachelor it, Grove. I was well, Bachelor's Grove, but and is it the graveyard where Capone is buried? Is that one that's like super haunted? I can't remember. Oh, I, I, I know haven't. there's some story with that one. I just don't remember what the hell it well, was. Well, we'll do the um. Well, there's Resurrections Cemetery, which is Resurrection Mary. Um, I don't. You probably know about Resurrection Mary. That's the that's the chick that that um. There's a there's a place. There's an old dance hall. Um, they still do like swing dancing there now. I gotta take Sarah. Um, we've been all this fucking shit. I was gonna going say, on. can't do it now. I'm gonna do it now, but when eventually that does change, yeah. Um, I'm gonna take her there because they do swing dancing and shit. Okay. And Resurrection Mary and actually my Nana told me about this before I even I and I actually um, I'll tell you a, a funny story about that location. But the um, but my Nana was telling me about urban legends and Resurrection Mary is the story about. Uh, a guy who was leaving a, a dance hall, and there's a girl in a white dress on the side of the road that he picks up, and um, and she says, you know, I'm I'm looking to go home, and they would be, you know, talking and talking, and then as soon as they pass Resurrection Cemetery, she would disappear. Isn't and, that like the girl in white urban legend? It's it's close to it, except um, my, the woman in white has more to do with infidelity, mm-hmm. um, my, and like infidelity, and then also killing her children. Um, all those urban legends are variations of each other. I was gonna say, I, I feel the, like there's a hundred woman in white, like urban probably. legends there are variations. But the but the, the the interesting thing is that it's a lot very documented, like in a lot of it's always guys um, uh, that that I see this, and that kind of plays into that woman in white thing. And there, there have been several people who have um, picked her up, drove past Resurrection Cemetery, and then she disappears. 
Um, I think um, one one that she was telling me, uh, Manana told me, was he was offering her a cigarette, and he literally turned. She said, "I think she's nodded yes," and he went to go and reach in to grab it, turn turn around, and then she was gone. So, and then as the story goes, that the first young man who picked her up and then trans, you know, uh, went past, he got a little bit more information about her. You know, her, her name is Mary, and da 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 da, and he, um, I think. I think he tracked down, like, I think he, she said her name, first name and last name, and he tracked down where she lives, and um, when he went to the door, the uh, the mom said that, you know, she's been dead for years, um, and there's a little bit of shit along with that, and I actually ended up there at the, at the dance hall accidentally, without even realizing that I was there, um, I went there with a bunch of friends, and we arrived there, and it wasn't until, like, six months later that I actually realized that's the dance hall. And then Bachelor Grove is where all the crazy shit happens. Oh, yeah, there's a, I've heard of there's a bunch Grove. of different, you know, legends that are attached to that. You know, yeah. Chicago has plenty of shit. Yeah, no, Chicago has plenty of haunted spaces. I just we'll when it exit. comes to like urban legends and shit. We'll do the exit. Um, uh, the exit. All the, the fucking ex- stairs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The um, well, they closed up that that whole yeah. that whole side of shit. But like, um, uh, you know, I think like three people over the course of like consistently 30 years separation have been murdered literally in the same spot in the same room upstairs i don't i i i think that area is like shut off now like no i I remember when you went to go show me yeah that whole area was just completely like walled off walled off yeah they don't even allow people over there but um and i mean hey it's closed now so the next owner well i mean how how much longer till uh the time rolls around yeah who knows who knows the um uh yeah there was there's plenty of Plenty of uh, Chicago legends that I had heard about. The um, I think I think when I was in college, I, I went on a lot of like ghost hunts and everything else. There was actually a paranormal group in my college. The um, I uh, wish my fucking school had some like a group or something like that. That would have been fucking fun. The um, the guy who was actually in charge of it was like real serious. He wanted to get his own show on the Travel Channel and everything <laughs> oh, else. Jesus. Like he was he was very in, into it. And I just thought it was fun as a as a passing fun thing. You know, when I in the northern suburbs, they have like Cuba Road, which is where a lot of the gangsters were buried back in the day. You know, and a couple other cemeteries where we, you know, got recordings. It was fun. It's it's a fun it's a fun thing to participate in. Isn't there um, the place where the Valentine's Day massacre took place? Isn't there like a legend around that or yeah. something? Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple different things. People can hear screams, and yeah. lights, and all kinds of crazy shit there. Where was that again? It's, it's probably not too far from here. Really? Uh, um, yeah. That wasn't was up, in the loop. In, no, it was in the north side, the um, north side somewhere. The um, you could probably look it up on, on on your phone. It's not too particularly hard. The um, I mean, yeah, there's a, a plenty of legends. You know, the the one the one actually like urban legend and like it's become it's become like it showed up in pop culture and like a couple like indie movies and everything else. But the one legend that I always heard of. And it was about this, and you know, I'm sure you guys have heard some variation of this. It's about a haunted house that was, like an actual haunted house, like, you know, I, the, the ones you go to on Halloween, that is so scary that you give money at the beginning and you, and you make it up certain levels and then they give you your money back if you actually make it up. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that legend. I feel like I've heard of a place like that before, but I don't know of anything like that here. It's 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 just interesting that like you know that legend had started, um, uh, you know I had started, and there was never any 
any evidence. Like, there's no way to prove it. Like, you could never find this place. Like, and people had different names. Some people claimed it was like the 13th floor, which is that's no, clearly not clearly not the case. But you know, but the the funny thing is that they would always say that it was it had several different floors, and and they would give your money back, and no one had ever made it to the top floor because it was that intense that people would would never make it to the top the um which i always found interesting uh, you know it was this cool story that nobody ever you know could ever confirm but it was always something to talk about it's also like what happens when you get to the top do you just go back down all willy-nilly or do you actually have to traverse that shit again I, you know what that was part of the you know part of the mystery behind it and i think that's where urban legends are fun is because you know it doesn't really have to make sense logically you know it, it, it there's there's fun steps to it. I mean, and yeah, you can shoot holes through it all day, but it is something interesting to talk about. Especially when, you know, you're 18, 19, and you're in college in between classes. You know, hey, you heard about that one haunted house? And, you know, yeah, I heard about that, you know. But it, it just a lot of, you know, a lot of bullshit back and forth. But it's it was fun. It's fun to, you know, to hear about, you know, hear about things. You know, I'm surprised I never heard about any legends about, neighbors being serial killers and shit you know like well i mean i wouldn't feel like that's like a legend or anything it's like that's just a commonplace thing here in chicago well yeah i mean yeah. do you think johnson killed somebody eh? who the fuck knows they um yeah exactly i it's 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 interesting to to you know to think about those things and um uh, you know hear stories and parties and, and everything else but yeah that was the one urban legend that I could think of that um, that was really, really popular was that whole haunted house thing of a house that never existed. And I think it got mixed in with, like, the movie Hell House, um, uh, you know, that it was a haunted house where people actually died inside of it and it kind of mixed and matched. But it obviously was completely debunked, but it was a fun thing to talk about. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, one place I've always wanted to explore here in the city is the, is the one abandoned hospital downtown. Kind of like closer to like I think it's the south side. It's uh, somewhere around the UIC area. You ever heard of it? Yeah, there was some kind of hospital down there. I I, I had heard about you know some things. Yeah, I wanted to shoot one of my uh, school projects in there, and that was the first time where I learned about liability insurance. Uh, my teacher, Mr. Wright, tried. Uh, he's just like, yeah, you should you should get liability insurance and all this stuff. I'm like, how the fuck do I do that? Here, just go to this place. They'll help you out. I go there. They're giving me all these costs and numbers. What do you need? Do you need a truck? Do you need this? I'm just like, what the hell? Just, just send me an estimate. I never called them back after that. <laughs> the um, I know, I know that um, uh, that the that there was a um, a sane asylum that is in Elgin that is actually supposedly haunted, but um, and it's still an active sane asylum, which is interesting. Really? Yeah. So like, I, I like that's a double-edged sword if I've ever heard one. Like literally, a bunch of crazy people. In the same building with the ghost of a bunch of crazy people. The, um, well, I'm uh, sure that's a wonderful combination. I'm sure they get along pretty well. I, I imagine so. I imagine so. Jimmy talked to me last night. Who's Jimmy? The dead guy on the ceiling. Oh. Jesus Christ, I don't get paid enough. The, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the um, uh, yeah, it, it was always interesting. And it begs the question, are they the imaginary friends of the ghosts? Oh, there's there's a there's something to think about. That's a Shutter Island scenario right there. Yes, it is. The um, you know what the funny thing is, I actually was gonna tell you guys because this is appropriate. But the the one thing I always found interesting is every time that there's you know ghost stories towards something, or you know um, you can find it on the internet. You know, you can if there's some kind of a legend 
towards it, you could find it on the internet. Like it's a hundred percent you More can find likely. it on the internet. You know, the funny thing is that um, uh, when I was in Dallas, the um, the fucking hotel was haunted. And it was also creepy because it was like a compound. Was it, was it a hotel that had its own 1408 or was it one where there's just a whole floor that's just haunted and you're not allowed to go to it to the point where you get halfway down the stairs. It's like, shouldn't there be a door here? But it's just a wall that looks oddly placed. Um, it just that, or is it just that windows slam and doors shut and such? Well, that's <laughs> very simple. And, and handles turn and, yeah. you know, and, and no, noises happen. This is that. Um, you know, was stuff. <laughs> uh, it, it was it was interesting because um, you know we would hang out there until you know one in the morning, midnight, and there'd be all kinds of crazy shit that would just happen. You know, you know, a lot of lights would go off and on and flicker when clearly during the day they do not, and um, and alarm clocks would just randomly turn on that were never set, which I just loved. Like it got to the point, like when it got, it went past scary into annoying. The um, I was gonna uh, say, you know what that sounds like? That sounds like pranks by the hotel guys. It's just like, all right, we really need to keep this gimmick alive. The, I, I, you know what? And that's the funny thing is that you know we went on the internet and and you know and looked for things, and there was no, you know, story, no nothing about this. It was the Dallas Fort Worth, um, like Verizon Convention Center area. And it was owned Maybe by. Maybe it was just a crappy hotel. It, it well, I mean, it certainly was. Um, <laughs> uh, the uh, <laughs> the uh, but um, yeah, there, uh, there was a lot of crazy shit. Um, phones would 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 uh, would go off in the middle of the night, like for no reason, at three in the morning, and there would obviously no one at the other end. Um, alarm clocks would go off, and I would walk into my room in the middle of the day, and the you know to go pick up something for my room, and the alarm clock would be on. Um, uh, I mean, I remember, and there's, but there is one specific room way down at the end of the hotel that has like a small door that is adjacent to an old room that no one stays in anymore. And lights would would randomly turn on in that other room, um, and wake people up. I had one buddy, uh, one buddy that like, um, at three in the morning, somebody was banging on his window outside. And I, I mean, like, there's really like, usually when you have like just one person, like you can tell the difference between mass hysteria and in specific stories. Like everyone had a different story, but it all had the same through line. You know, like I dealt with this, this light went off. I had a, my phone fly off the, uh, uh, fly off the fucking um, bathroom uh, um, sink. Sink, thank you. Um, uh, Words, I, Mark, th- use them. Dozens of times, and either like there's, either there's something with moisture that makes it slide off, or there's something else. I have no idea. Um, and it happened like two, twice or three times over the course of a month. You uh, sure it wasn't one of your wood fo- one foot in the tub scenarios? No, it was not. It was not that at all. Um, I, <laughs> it was really is it interesting. It, it you know it was interesting to hear a bunch of uh, crazy stories from different people having different experiences. But a lot of that came back to that one room. That you know, lights would just would just turn off. One of my and somebody in that room, lights would turn off in the other room, um, flick around and off. Alarm clocks would go off full blast at three in the morning, and they had never set their alarm on the alarm clock. 
Um, uh, I never had anybody try to unplug it, though, and see what happens I was, gonna, I was just about to suggest that. It's just like, why the fuck didn't anybody just unplug the well, alarm clock? You know, the, 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 but that's the thing with, with these things, with urban legends and ghost stories. Like, it, it, it scares us, but I think part of us, like, wants to continue to see how far it can fucking go. No, me, I'm that guy who's just like, all right, I'm just going to unplug this. Try me now, motherfucker! You're, you're, you're the one who'd just be like, make the walls bleed again. <laughs> now, see, if it did that, then I'd be like, yo, can you do that again? That shit was fucking awesome, bro. <laughs> and the ghost would just be like, no. And you'd be like, hey, I own this house. Make the walls bleed again. I own you. Um, uh, fucking hell. That was awesome. The uh, But yeah, I think that's part of the fun, though, is, is seeing how far it can... It, you you can take it and see how far the story can can progress. I don't know. I feel like I'd be the guy from fourteen oh eight. It's just like, yeah, that's bullshit. Uh, here, here's a solution. The, uh, now here's a question for the guy who had his window banged on. What floor was he on? First floor. How many floors are there to the building? Two floors. Two floors. All the right. um, but you get you don't understand though. Like the the compound that we were in, like it would have had to have been somebody staying there, not a staff member, but like actually staying there. And like it's a big, massive complex. Somebody would literally have to walk, you know, half a city block from the front desk to his room to go bang on his fucking window. So like a lot of shit was really. A lot of people have a lot of spare time these days. I was gonna I, say, I guess are, so. Some people are dedicated. They, I mean, if they're dedicated, but you know, but it, it, it might be all bullshit. But like, I, I think that that's part of the the fun of it. I would say if it wasn't for COVID, let's take a fucking trip and find out. Let's go to that specific room you're talking about. I want the full package. They would not let you in the compound, um, because uh, nobody, normal people can't stay there. They have to be. It has to be a, an association with a company, unfortunately. Association with who? Okay, association with the Midwest Horn Network. There you go. Yeah, not that. Uh, bigger companies. Um, we are big. With very, very deep, deep, deep pockets. Anyway. Well, we do have deep pockets. They're just empty is all. Yeah, that's that's a fair very, that is very true. We take um, bribes. The, um, for now, at least. For, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, there were plenty of, of fun, you know, fun legends to, to go across. But it's just, I think that's a part of the fun. It's just, it, it was just something to talk about. The um, uh, you know, I'm I'm surprised you didn't have more shit growing up in the city and hearing about crazy shit. I mean, I never really ran into shit like that, which is kind of depressing. You would think with the shit that I love, I would, but no. It, most of my friends just weren't into that type of stuff, and I didn't do much ex- exploring until like my kind of later teenage years. So the uh, yeah, I would yeah um, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, um, yeah. The uh, I I figured there would have been more to talk about here. The uh, I mean, again, there's a whole bunch of places I'd like to explore now. Like, there's that one haunted. Uh, what, what was it? A prison or there, there's that haunted prison in Indiana that I've been wanting us to go yeah. to since forever. Yeah, the one that you could stay the night at or yep. something like that. Yeah, that sounds like fun. I would love to do that. Yeah, I mean, as would I. That would be a blast. I'll get my own cell. The <laughs> good luck. <laughs> the uh, Zach Zach lives here now. The, uh, that's where he stays. The, um, I'm going to be the motherfucker who's haunting this place. He pays half the rent here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Once you get into the prison, the ghost won't let you leave. The, um, uh, you know, and that's, that's part of, you know, there's, there's plenty of things. And there's a whole industry behind that. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, you know, ghost tours and stuff. I mean, there's one in Chicago where you can go on a bunch of different ones. Sarah went on one on, on, on New Orleans. I uh, went into a bunch of haunted bars and went through a few. 
graveyards that have been there since. I feel like for New Orleans, that'd be pretty interesting because at least you get a good show here. It's just going to be like, this is haunted because of this reason. We want your money. <laughs> or you get a situation like mine. Or steal your yeah, money. Yeah, or you give, yeah, like that. that's, just, Jesus Christ, yeah, fuck ghost tours. The, uh, it's all bullshit. Go yeah, on your own ghost I, I, I won't be yeah. taking another ghost tour. I'll do Ever. the New Orleans, yeah, New Orleans one just because it sounds like it could be fun or interesting and you may get a good show, but anything else, it's probably bullshit. Well, the interesting thing, though, about Bachelor Grove, and I just thought about this, too, there's actually a, um, all the people that, like, run security there, they're trained to, if they hear chanting, do not go and investigate. Because Satanists actually go there to practice their their religion there and do dark arts there. The, and they just allow it? No, it's not allowed. Like oh. they, they say, they say go like don't investigate, go call the cops. The, oh, uh, you know, okay. and, and there's been a lot of instances in Bachelor Grove where they will find literally the shit that we just did the episode on. The um, uh, well, the fuck. a lot of like people wearing masks uh, and cloaks. Spoiler. Yeah, no, the uh, you know that's a it's a little one. It's a little yeah, just, the uh, really but, titty bit. yeah, but there's a lot of you know, a, uh, yeah, a lot of those you know those stories about Satanists going there and doing their rituals and and literally dressing like eyes wide shut. The uh, Lord, um, man. The uh, there's been plenty of uh, plenty of those. Anyways, yeah, I've always wanted to see like a Satanist cult kind of do their thing, but also at the same time, I'm like, I know I'm gonna get screwed somehow if I do that. Either the, I'm uh, too crazy for that shit. And we were like, you're like, this is stupid. It's, it's gonna you're gonna be like uh bobby hill in that one episode of king of the hill when he starts hanging out with like the magic guys oh god did i show you that one yeah that yeah shit was cringeworthy i will i i will definitely be watching that the um uh, they wanted bobby to drink dog blood and then as they're like chanting around him he just kind of realizes my dad was right you guys are dorks <laughs> The um, dorks is a word. It's not the one I'd use. And so and the, so after like the whole thing with with your mom and, and everything else getting identity theft, you never went on any any other ghost experiences nope. or anything else. Never never had that nope. desire. Yeah, that got. It's, it's not like I'm jaded or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say you sure about that. The um, uh, I almost half didn't believe him. The uh, as he was saying, I'm, I'm not a cynical person. I try not to be. Yeah, uh, are you sure about that? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Why, why wouldn't I be? The um, uh, yeah, and we did all the recordings too. You know, um, uh, you know, we would we would put a um, uh, you know, uh, recording on on a tombstone and do the whole you know, hey, is anybody here with us and all that shit. You, hey, Vinny and I had a lot of time on our hands in college. The uh, sounds like a lot of fun. The uh, it was it was a lot of fun, and then, you know we we bring girls there, and you know, and, and they'd be scared, and you know, it was, it, that's that's primarily what it was used for. The uh, hang out with girls. The uh, <laughs> that's not how that works. I'd be the only motherfucker taking this shit seriously. Yo, shut the fuck up. I think he just said his name is Johnson. The uh, I'm trying to communicate with the spirit world. <laughs> Fucking ruining my vibe, man. The uh, turns out one of the girls is into crystals. Uh oh. One of those. Uh oh. Uh, abort! Abort! <laughs> Danger close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy, but I'm not willing to go that far. Hey, Fuck. Charlie was everywhere. <laughs> Brandon's like, mm, 
I'm done with both of you. The uh, as he is most of the time. The uh, I mean, he's shaking his head yes, but nodding, uh, nodding that too. You shake your I'm head no, and you nod your head yes. I'm willing to talk to ghosts, but when you start bringing crystals into it, I'm just like, nope! I'm out, I'm out, madam. I am out. I have seen where this leads. I'm not going down that road again. The uh, These ones are $69.99. <laughs> and the purple ones are buy one, get one free. Mark, did you know that the Heavyweights has a post-credit scene? And it's a Ben Stiller's character as a door-to-door crystal salesman. <laughs> I remember seeing the door-to-door salesman, but I, I did not remember that. It was, it was healing crystals. Get the fuck out of here. That is yeah. amazing. I was just watching it last night. Oh, my God. I love that movie so much. Yeah, uh, that is amazing. But, uh, yeah, I, I, the um, Urban Legends are fun. And, the, and it's become, like, this big thing now, like, creepypastas. And, oh, yeah. You know, and when did that, like, really start? Like, it must have been, like, ten years when ago. It's, no, less no, than that? More than, than that, that, I think. Yeah. I would say at the very least 11 years ago, but probably even earlier than that. Because the earliest creepypasta I remember is Slenderman, and that shit happened when I was in high school. What were some of the ones that you remember hearing when you were... The uh, earliest creepypastas I remember, one was Slenderman, and two was the Russian sleeper experiment or whatever. That one's, that one's, oh, that one's rough. That one's a good one. I really like it's, that one. It's, it's good, but it's rough. It's fucking rough to, to listen to. The, um, uh, the, the one that's interesting, though, is the, uh, the fucking... The, um, uh, what's, what's that? Like, the assassination number... Uh, that you call the uh, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I, it's the no, um, I know. something organization. I have or, not heard that one in fucking forever. You, you know something funny? That's the seven seven three number. Really? The yeah, it was or it was a seven seven three number or a six three zero number. I'm like that bitch. That's fucking Chicago. Yeah. The um, uh, that's the, the original area code for Chicago for yep. as long as I can remember. Seven seven three. The uh, um three one two has been 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 one three one two. I didn't time. start seeing until cell phones got into the picture. Yeah, they they had to expand yeah. that and everything else. What the fuck, urban legend? They, that's it's like something collective. Like no, I I know. I just don't remember. That's yeah, that's an old one. I you know the and the, the funny thing is that you know for the longest time I always wanted. There's a few assassin organization ones out there. I just there's. Oh, fuck, I know which one you're talking about. I just yeah, don't know what the hell it was, it was called. It's a very interesting thing. You would call it up and then, you know, and then somebody would it would call you back. Um it's like part of like the creepy numbers. Um uh, you know, creepy numbers, you know, uh numbers. I'm actually going to look it up real quick cuz I'm curious. Oh yeah. I freaking forgot about um uh, wrinkles. Wrinkles? Oh my god, wrinkles. Yeah, I don't even know how how true this is. Apparently, if you call the number, a creepy clown will come and and stalk whoever. Like, it literally, looks like that. The I'm surprised you never never even heard no, of that. No, I can't say I've ever heard of Wrinkles. The uh, it's fucking wild. I feel like I vaguely heard of him. It's an old. It's an older one. It's an older. Um, and of course, every kid in the history of existence of the world would tell about Bloody Mary. Oh yeah! Oh, of course. for the look, yeah, fucking oh, Bloody Booth, Mary. Booth World Industries. Booth World Industries. Booth World Industries is a six. It's a six three zero. It's a six zero three six three zero number, um, or at least it was um, as of two thousand and eight. Um, uh, the whole thing, the whole creepy pasta behind that was if you call, yep, six three zero two nine six seven five three six. If you call that number, um, Booth World Industries will say. 
um, your your number has been logged and, and filed, and then we'll you know we'll contact you very soon. And people have been called back by it. Um, and the whole urban legend goes that if you get um, uh, you know essentially it's an assassin's number, and you you get you know you can assassinate somebody or somebody that's close to you. And some guy in the legend accidentally assassinated his own fiance. So yeah, there's a. Uh, um, it's a whole big thing. What one were you thinking of? Yeah, this guy. Uh, he he finds this uh, ad for Hitman or whatever, and he calls the Hitman and calls a hit on himself because his life is fucking boring and whatever. So he thinks it's a joke, but ends up finding out. Oh shit, this is actually real. So he starts fucking with the Hitman, and it's like over the course of like a month or two, you know, these guys are going back and forth trying to kill each other, and eventually he does kill the Hitman. But the company that the hitman worked for needs a new guy. So they bring this guy on. Mm. And this eventually becomes a hitman and, you know, fucking loves it and shit. So that was an interesting story. I fucking loved that. I thought it was great. The, uh, yeah, there's a lot of really, you know, shit that just never, you know, never validated. You know, the whole, you know, uh, razor blades and candy for Halloween and, you know. That one I've heard some instances of being real though. Yeah, but it, it turns out that like you know the person that actually gave them the candy knew the people. It was like it, one of them was like their dad, and it was it was terrible, it was a terrible situation. But it was it was like somebody that they knew. It wasn't as random as a lot of yeah. people thought that it was, and it wasn't as widespread as people thought it was. Oh yeah, no, absolutely not. But Indeed. it it was one of those things that did happen. Like, I know a lot of people are just like, that could never happen, or it's never happened. It's, yeah, it has. It's not widespread, but it has happened. Well, dude, I mean, the one the one big thing that we were famous for was was the whole uh, Tylenol killer. Or um, uh, the uh, a dude literally went into a bunch of Walgreens and put arsenic in, like, Tylenol. They never caught him. The, um, and that's why they put um, the seal labels on all, on all um, pharmaceuticals now that you buy over the counter. Because of that dude that was in there and killed a bunch of people in Chicago, never, never solved. Jesus ne- Christ, ne- when was this? Eighties, eighties. Okay, 80s. the um, uh, yeah, never solved it. Wow. But uh, what were some of your favorites, Brent? For like creepy pastas and urban legends. I, I mean, like I said at the beginning, I don't really have any. Like, it's not really something I've researched or come huh. across that much in my life. Oh, okay. The um, I figured you would have listened to a couple of those recordings on YouTube. Surprisingly, else. no. You listen to any of the SCP organization? SCP, no. What was the SCP? So the SCP organization, Secure, Contain, Protect. And essentially... Actually, I think my old roommate Jake uh, had me listen to some of those yeah. back in college. So there, I, I don't remember any of them, but yeah. my There are yeah, hundreds of my friend Jake had me listen to if you guys don't remember them. Yeah. So there's a, there's hundreds of these things. I don't know if it started off as actual stories or a game. I know the first time I heard about the SCP organization, there was a there was a fan made game of it, and essentially um, the first creature you come into contact with is a creature that's essentially like the weeping angels from uh, what the hell is that show? Doctor called? Who. Yeah. Um, you have to constantly look at it, and if you blink, it gets closer, and if it catches up to you, it'll snap your neck in half, and it's like this kind of clay stone statue that has like a face kind of painted on it just like with crayola or whatever uh, it's not a human-like face but you know it has kind of eyes a nose or whatever if i remember correctly and shit coming out of its back <laughs> jesus christ yeah looks very disgusting but this thing um yeah it uh it's like a weeping angel it can multiply and yeah it's a pain in the ass to deal with 
You have to have multiple guards watching it at one time. Everybody has to call out, you blinking? Yep, blink, blink, and stuff like that. And it's just a very secure location. There's a whole bunch of creatures and objects in this place. Like there's one, there's a bowl of candy with a little note card next to it that says, take two pieces and only two pieces. Now, if you take a third piece, both of your hands just mysteriously get cut off. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, there's a pair of 3D goggles, or 3D glasses that allow you to see these interdimensional beings or whatever. Uh, there's oh. a gas mask that if you put it on, you go to like a, I believe it's a World War One era type field with a bunch of monsters running around. A bunch of whole, a whole bunch of cool shit. And the game is pretty interesting. I believe there's like three or four games out there, all of different variations. They have the basic monsters in there, but there's a lot of cool shit in there. Nice, nice. Yeah. The um, uh, it's just, it's amazing like how insanely fucking popular those things have um, have gotten. You know the whole you know creepy pasta shit and all the recordings that are on on YouTube. I mean you know um, what units uh, three fifty five and unit three fifty five. There's like about five or seven people with the name creepy pasta in their creepy name Mi creepy mcpasta yeah he he's a, he's a good one uh one of my favorite guy, my two favorite uh like storytellers or whatever on uh youtube are um corpse husband he doesn't post as much now because of health problems which is sad and dark somnium dark somnium has like the perfect voice for this type thing it's right. it's like great it, it's not so soothing that it puts you to sleep it's realistic. He puts sound effects in and everything. It's fucking awesome. Creepy McPasta or Mr. Creep... I can't remember what the fuck his name is. Mr. Creeps? It? Yeah. It... He has an okay voice for some of them, but others it's just like... Eh. I really I really like Mr. Nightmare and Unit uh, Unit uh, 522. Unit 522 is... Uh, he's definitely up there. Um, the I know Mr. Nightmare is the most popular one. Yeah, um, I don't know how. His is okay. I think it's like, a it lot. He does a lot of okay ones. I think it's a lot of it's because it's based on true stories. Eh, and, some, of, some of them are, some of them aren't. I mean, uh, it depends on how much you believe. Yeah, um, uh, You know, you believe in that whole situation, but yeah. it depends. The, um, yeah, there's a lot of entertainment out there for that. You know, it's, it, like I said, it's fun. It's how I get through my work day. The, yeah, it's, I put that shit on in the back and just go to work. It's great. Yeah. It, um, again, it's fun. It's, it's fun to be a part of those, those things and see how far you can take it. You know, going on doing ghost experiences and shit and, you know, scaring yourself and having a good time and laughing. The, um, uh, you know, sure. Yeah. A lot of it's, you know, bullshit, but the, um, uh, but it's still fun. It's, it's fun bullshit. The, oh, you're not um, wrong. The, Hell, I'd love to make movies on, like, most of these friggin' stories. There's a lot of great stories out there that I'm like, this will make a good movie or TV show. SCP organization, I'm surprised nobody's turned that into a show yet. Fair enough. Fair you put enough. the budget into that thing, that thing would make millions, I swear to God. Yeah, I know that there is a show that adapted a couple creepypastas called Channel Zero. Mm -hmm. I believe it was on the Sci-Fi Channel and lasted four seasons, and I think it's all on Shudder now. It's like I remember seeing it listed in an article that was like um, better alternatives to popular horror shows. And it was like, if you don't want to watch American Horror Story, watch Channel Zero instead. So, yeah, I've been curious about checking it out. And I've heard good things. So. I was going to say, that sounds interesting. I've never heard of it before, but I would love to watch that. Yeah. Um, there was some writer that. Oh, yeah. Don Mancini, the creator of Chucky was one of the writers for it for seasons three and four i believe okay 
Yeah, because, I mean, if you have a show just based off creepypastas, there's so much material there, and you could go on for almost forever as long as you get the rights to a lot of these. It's true, but you know what, though? I don't even know who, who the fuck owns the rights to half this shit. I, assume, I I don't know how it would work. I'm sorry, my mistake. He was a writer on seasons one and two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know how it would work, theoretically, because these are just stories on Reddit, you know? So... For the most part, or on creepypasta.org. Or and, and, that's, and that's how they became popular, because of Reddit. Yeah. The um, Reddit and 4chan. The, um, all these, you know, crazy stories that have, that have appeared that people assume were true. Yeah. The, um, uh, you know, and, that, and that's an interesting phenomenon. It's almost like when the internet was fun. Like, you know, it was kind of this thing that, you know, people didn't have a full grasp and understanding about it. Uh, but it was, it was good enough to easily maneuver around, but now it's kind of yeah. becoming stagnant. But back then, like it was, it was interesting. There was interesting shit going on in the background, yeah. so it was a perfect place to be ripe with you know with simpler all and much nicer times. Indeed, indeed, and I, th- and I think we can leave it on 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 that note. Um, the um, I don't really have a question with the podcast because this was kind of you know the, this was my question. The um, so I think we can just do uh, you know final wrap up thoughts and then and then end it. All right. Uh, my final thoughts are: I wish I encountered more of this stuff as a kid, so I could talk more. <laughs> the, but that, sorry for my jaded experience. That's okay. The um, uh, the uh, hey, at least you have a story from uh, from a ghost adventure. That's true. I just want to explore more haunted locations with squirrels. The uh, yeah. <laughs> Is it sure? Yeah, um, I've I've had been lucky enough to to do a few fun things and go on a few ghost adventure, adventures and have you know and hear some cool stories and, and have some good times and I think that's kind of what it's all about with a lot of these legends. They're supposed to be you know fun. The um, they're supposed to be fun and you know see how far you you know you can take it and push it and uh, you know and see what what comes out at the other end. So, um, so yeah, that, um, that is, that, that concludes our first, uh, Nightmares podcast back. Um, very, very happy to be back. Um, of course, uh, you can check us out on all of our social medias at such as Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Slasher. And, and of course you can listen to the audio version of this podcast anywhere where podcasts are found, Apple podcasts, Spotify, all that great stuff. And if you could be so kind, if you're watching us on YouTube, smash that like button and stab that subscribe and click that little dingy bell to be notified every time we drop amazing content on the Midwest Horror Network. Thank you so much. We're so happy to be back. We will see you next time.